0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed.
1: Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, as always, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, what's up? Uh, A lot. (laughs) A
2: lot. (laughs) It is a whirlwind around here today.
1: That's a good thing. Hey, we got some special guests with us. Mr. Stale Cracker from TikTok. What's going on, man?
0: Man, nothing much. I just love being here. I love the invite to come down. And i put a little Cajun spirit on this barbecue That's, up Hey, we're
1: always ready for that. I hope this ain't too far north for you now. We- uh,
0: I got a nosebleed about <laughs> Jackson. I almost turned around and went home. But we can, it was okay. We can it get was you some, We can get you some oxygen if you
1: need it. <laughs> or some, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, some hydration? High quality
0: H2O. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, Shell, what are we going to talk about? I know we want to we get to. To, to Mr. Stale here in a minute, but we got some things that we like to go over first. What you got on the list today?
2: I mean, most of it's just I got a lot of questions. Okay, well, we're jumping <laughs> into right questions. In. Well, I like that. I like your style. Yeah. Um, I I just want to know, uh, what's your favorite thing to cook?
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing to cook is a jambalaya. I just that's my little signature deal. And uh I just I just enjoy the time it takes to cook it. You could you could wait and you could hydrate and it takes 4 or 5 hours to cook and it's just just something I enjoy doing.
1: Yeah. What size pot do you like to use? Do
0: you use the mini pots or you use the oh, big No, I probably about 30 gallons. 30 I, gallon? I cook for a bunch of people when we yeah, cook. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? I've uh, man, I love jambalaya. It's one of my favorite things to cook too. You got to make that rice pot right. right you get that definitely. rice right. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's the
0: most important thing is yeah. the rice, you know. Yeah,
1: it is. That's that's what that dish is really. It's about getting everything flavored right to right. make the rice taste right.
0: Well, that's why people cook pastalaya, because they can't cook rice. Is, is that what it is? That's I saw what it is.
1: now. I saw your TikTok with the pot. I, that's Man, that's the good stuff.
0: Man, that, that Velveeta set it off. And it, <laughs> a lot of times I wish I can cook for myself. Yeah. But I got young kids, and we have a bunch of young people around the house, and uh, you got to make it good for them. If I cook for myself and nobody eats it, it's no good, you know. So you got to change it up a little bit, and the kids love it. It's, it's, it's good, a good deal, you know.
1: I heard that. So if everybody doesn't know who Stale Cracker is, Y'all don't know where rock rock y'all been hiding under, but, if you've been, <laughs> <laughs> but on TikTok, you you have just come on strong, man. I wanted to get a little bit of how you found out about TikTok, how you got started and how you kind of found your voice on it, what, you know, doing what you do. If you can tell us a little bit of yeah. answer some of that, that'd be great.
0: Absolutely. So I, at first I was against TikTok because I just didn't know what it was, like everything else. And then uh, my daughter, she's 16 and she's in a competition, cheer and dance so that's one of the things they do is they post stuff on there. I said, well, let me get TikTok so I can at least watch what's going on. And then, and then they showed me how you could duet a video. And I, I made a silly video of her doing backflips, and I tried to do it, and obviously I wasn't no good at it. And then uh, I did one little video of making a dip. It's got a, it got a few views, and I said, you know, let me do my special ball shrimp on that, cause every time I ball shrimp at a a, a place or an event. Everybody wants to know how I did it because they peeled so good. Call it the peelability. I don't know. <laughs> the peelability. I, I, yeah. That's the word I made up. You that's shrimp on the peelability. Yeah, the peelability scale, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking about earlier, if you have shrimp that peel and they taste nasty, they're going to eat every shrimp. You got shrimp that don't peel, then you're going to have a whole pile of shrimp left. You right. know? You're you're wasting your shrimp. Them, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 put the, I put the character on and I got out there and I slammed the pot down and I balled the shrimp. And uh, I called out a few people, even, that's you know, there's Cajun people that think they can ball shrimp and you go to their house and you're like, eh, I'm going to be nice about it. So I just called them all out in the video. And all of a sudden this video got two, three million views and I was done with TikTok. And my wife was like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't just, your second video can't hit two million views and you stop, yeah. you know? So then I, I, you know, then I did another video and another video and just started building and building and, and then I go three, four days without posting nothing comments, can you do something? I don't care what you do. Do something because we like the voice. yeah, we like you we like your positivity, and I'll go to my my comments and and even if it's bad comments i'll I'll say something good back to them, you know because i'm not I didn't start it for nothing, you know I didn't start it for no reason, so I have no reason to to try to push nothing. yeah, I never ask for followers. I never ask for anything. I just put out good cooking videos and and then I came out with the cookbook. And what I love about it is I'm getting positivity back from people that could watch the 60-second TikTok and then go to the cookbook and cook the same thing I cooked. And it, it looks better than when I cook. I hate to tell it. It looks better. And they have a great time <laughs> that, with their kids the and point. family. And, I mean, it's so positive. And, and to get the people that, that reach out to you on, like, a direct message, say, hey, my kid's depressed or I'm going through this in my life. Can you just talk to them? And I, I just don't know. I didn't know I had that vibe on people. Yeah. And then once that started, it was like a – it's it's not a snowball. It was going up. <laughs> and, I, and I got addicted to it, actually. I love when I post a video. If you ever see when I post a video, I'll sit there and I'll comment for at least an hour or two. And it's adrenaline rush. Yeah. Cause so much positive, you know. It's 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 a, it's a di- addiction, really. That's really cool. How, how, so? How long you been doing that? About five months. That's it. Yes, five months. Holy smokes! <laughs> you got over two million followers and. Two point six million followers. I went from one million to two million in a month. Oh my Man. god, it was crazy. So and,
1: was it just every every little video was hitting, or was it just like one went viral and they made started making making them all go viral? I
0: guess if it's to do with crawfish, people I don't I didn't know people obsessed with crawfish. If it's a crawfish video or a shrimp video, it gets a, a lot of views. Yeah, and, I, and, and so it's and, not
1: just people from Louisiana or the South. It's people from all over, right?
0: It, it people you know. So Cajuns don't like other Cajuns. They do. <laughs> But they're not—they're not gonna say they use your recipe. Yeah. They're not gonna oh, yeah. buy your cookbook because oh, yeah. their momma got a cookbook, you know. Right. Right. They're not gonna buy your cookbook, and I think it was—it was. The mom it was mom all got the they do, they do, <laughs> and they, nobody goes against nobody's momma, you know. That's right. So, and, and I think it's—I want to say Yankees or Northern people, yeah. but I think more of my following Yankees. is from up there, and yeah. it's like, oh, we could cook like him. Look how easy it is, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that's what it's about, you well, know. That's what I mean.
1: I know part of it is just kind of a character. You you yes, sir. just not you ain't gotta be yourself on it. But the food looks so good that the food's legit that you do. Right. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. That's what made that to me when I watch it, I was like, dang, this guy
0: can cook. Yeah, you know, and, that's and, what and uh I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. So and and then other occasion TikToks that cook reach out to me, it's like, Man, I'm stuck at twenty five hundred followers. What are you doing different? I said, the only thing I could I could uh, you know, come up with is I have catchy slogans for the kids from yeah. five-year-olds. I get duets from five-year-olds saying, that's money, dude. Put that on the cracker, <laughs>
1: Oh, my son and loves
0: it. <laughs> yeah, so then you get from the 18 to the 30-year-olds. They say I drink beer, so they know I'm a normal human. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they follow me because this, this, we can hang out with this guy. We can do something. And then the older people says, they watch the cooking and it says, uh-oh, oh, this dude this dude cooks it like my grandpa yeah, did. Yeah, he's cooking yeah. old yeah, school. Yeah, he's cooking old school. So I'm pulling people from... You know, I have people in nursing homes acting like me. I know, I know, no lie, I get videos. That's, that's good. So I'm from five year olds to eighty year olds. I'm pulling, pulling them all in just from the character, my, you know, my, uh, the way I cook. It's just pulling everybody in. So yeah, that's, that's the difference.
1: That's awesome. Well, where so, where did you get the cooking skills from? Did you grow up in a cooking household or someone? You know,
0: absolutely. I grew up next door to my grandfather, and uh, he was from Franklin, Louisiana, by New Iberia. And uh, he moved to. I'm from Labetteville, which is right outside of Thibodeau. Okay. And he was uh, a county agent, which is almost now like a traveling vet. And uh, my days off, I was I was in his back pocket. But we also were joined by hunting clubs that would be hundred, two hundred members that we ran deer dogs in the swamp. And then after you hunted at noon, they had to have a a, a camp chef, and which was my grandpa. And no matter what, like like I was telling you earlier. He would go to the scraps that people left after they cleaned a the deer and cook the best saucepan corn you ever ate in your life. Yeah. Or we'd have a fireman's fair and he would cook a crawfish bis or a jambalaya. He was all, you know, cracklings or whatever. And I was there, I was, I was in his back pocket. And, and the stuff he cooked just amazed everybody. And, you know, I lost it for a while. I played baseball in high school and then in college. And he passed away when I was uh, probably 20 years old, and I lost it for a while. For at least 10 years, I didn't cook, really just whatever. And I said, I need to get back to it, you know. He had a special season, and, and he had a special way of doing things. And so I said, it's time to go back to it. And I, I, before TikTok, I, me and my wife were cooking like him before. Yeah. And I said, you know, and once the, the shrimp video went viral, I said, let's bring him back. You know, let's bring him back. So that's what we're doing. Come out with a cookbook. We're coming out with a seasoning within four or five weeks.
1: Are you it, doing it, are you doing the two step? It's gonna it? be the two step. Is it
0: gonna be the two step? It, it's oh. gonna it's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? It's, you gotta send me some of that. Oh bro. man, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's gonna be something you can put on everything. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be low in sodium, high on flavor, high yeah. on spice, obviously. You know what I mean? You gotta oh, have that God. spice if you're Cajun. Yeah. But you know, that's where it started and it, it started from nothing and now it's now we're building something, you yeah. know. It's yeah. something positive. That's all everything I do, I want it to be positive. Let's go in the right direction.
1: That's cool, man. That's that's a great story. Yes, sir. And paying homage to your to your granddad.
0: Absolutely. And and on the seasoning bottle, it has his little slogan. It's awesome. That you know when he cooked, he would always taste his 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 food in front of people and be, man, that's bland. That's no good. And then he hit it with the Cajun two step.
1: <laughs> That's what he said. He would call it the two step. That, that
0: was in a Cajun. A Cajun two step is a dance. Yeah, yeah. But he would make a little dance. Like he'll jump around and <laughs> splash it in the pot. You know. And nobody. He had it in his little pocket, kind of oh, like yeah. my seasoning belt that I wear in my. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And he'd pop it in there, and ain't nobody knew what it was. And it took a while. I had to go back to my uncle. We had to talk about it. And like, man, hey, one time I saw him doing this, and one time I saw him mixing this. Let's try to recreate it. Mm-hmm. And. It if it's not a hundred percent, it's ninety five percent of what 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 his yeah. agent two step was. So I'm excited about it bringing it back. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's a, I think that's a great story, and it's cool that you're doing that and get to keep those family roots going Absolutely. and teaching your kids how to do it and other folks how to do it. That's what it's all about to be. Yes, sir. That's why I love making the videos that we do because you're sharing it with folks. You know, I mean, like I know everybody's got their way of doing stuff. Right. But, uh, I like learning.
0: You <laughs> learn how to cook them shrimp.
1: <laughs> I think hey, I got a lot. Of, I
0: got a lot of learning to. I, I think a lot I of learning I need to do.
2: <laughs> so is that belt a custom job or?
0: No, I got that. That belt comes from Amazon, and it was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was. And, you know, we uh, had somebody build me some American flag belts. Cause I'm really patriotic, and I rather I wear the grunt style shirts for the military and all, and and uh, and then so I had to have an American flag one made, and that's what I wear now. But it, it's pretty cool. You put your beer in it. You got your seasoning. <laughs> You, know, you don't have to go far, you know?
1: Well, what does your kids think about having a, a TikTok uh, star for a dad? Do they, they give you a hard time on it or do they <laughs> –
0: See my little boy, we were talking about earlier. My little boy don't even care if he has shoes on, so he don't care about much. As long as he can, he can, uh, he can play Call of Duty. He really. Yeah. Care. yeah. But my little girl, sixteen, and and you know, in her high school, it's funny that the boys would be like, "Hey, can we come over? Not to hang out with you. They we want to come we over. We want to hang out with Stell Cracker because he's crazy. We're gonna we gonna drive a car through a through a tire or blow something up. It's, I saw it's, that it's, Cadillac. What was uh, that
1: Cadillac? I said Eldorado. Was you
0: man. driving that reverse that fast? I can't even admit to that. I, would,
1: I don't know who was driving. If it was, I was like, it man, was a
0: professional.
1: Yeah, it had to be. <laughs> No, nah, I but, was cutting it up. I swear you changed gears. I didn't know they had reverse I had a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. So uh and and so I in in playing college baseball, I played at Nichols and I played at Southwest uh, Mississippi Junior College, and I'm getting a lot of requests from high school kids and teams to go out there, and I would love to go back and yeah. pra- just practice with them, just yeah. just you know show them good things, and with, you know with the world going on today, it's everything's negative. That's Let's right. Bring some positivity. So it, you
1: know? our local Hernando High School football coach come by here yesterday, and they wanted to know if it was cool, so the football players come over and met you.
0: Absolutely. I was like, hey, man, it's open cool, to the public,
1: man. man. You got these, you got no. these guys. Guys want to come and, and shake awesome. your hand. And Absolutely. Just, and I know, you know, that they they all think you're a hero to a lot of them. I That's mean. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I think it's cool. It really is.
2: How long does it take you to make a
0: TikTok? It tick are 60 seconds.
2: I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we know that it takes way longer than to make one. Now the but, car crashes in the tire. That one that was a one take. No. Nah. <laughs> so it, it, and and
0: and I get a lot of comments about when people do watch us do TikToks or I do like these interviews and all. And I did a, a YouTube video recently. went offshore fishing out of Venice. Yeah. And the guy said, I picked you because I saw you in front of the camera and you just, you just naturally – he said, I brought other people that are famous in front of the camera and they melt because mm-hmm. they don't have all the special effects and all the stuff. He said, like, you just sit there and just ramble off and have fun. Like, <laughs> And so we did. We went out of Venice, and we fished, and we, we did interviews, and it, it was a great time. And uh, the YouTube po- uh, video is uh, Blue Gabe off of uh, YouTube. Go check it out. And uh, it was a great – I mean, the waves were bad. I caught a, the biggest wahoo I ever caught, right. and we, we funneled some beers. <laughs> you didn't
1: get sick, did you? No,
0: I don't no. get sick. You, you,
1: you told me somebody used to be on shrimp shrimp boat. So.
0: Yeah, that, like I said, when I was 17, I went out on a shrimp boat with a, a shrimp captain and uh, – we uh we caught a bunch of shrimp and and uh, he gave me an ice chest. This was my payday, you know. He said, "Look, son, I'm gonna give you these shrimp. You know how to cook shrimp? You know how to ball them? Yes, sir, I know how." He said, "Well, tell me how." And I started, and he's like, "Stop right there! You're gonna mess them up." And then he's the one who taught me how to ball shrimp. And from then on, you know, what if the man that catches shrimp tell you how to do it, you got to do, gotta it. do it, it. It's yeah. a great, it's a great little. I didn't say it's a secret. It's on another TikTok. You'll watch it. Yeah. It's you, a great little.
2: How do you cook shrimp?
0: How do you cook shrimp? How do you bowl shrimp? How you boil shrimp? You boil them with a peel. That's how you boil them. Now, you boil them, you get fresh water. Nothing in it. You can add some lemons. I do put lemons in it. You, you get it to a rolling ball, all right, and then you put your shrimp in. Maybe a minute or two, you pull your shrimp out, put them on the side. Then you put all your seasoning, all your fixings, whatever you like. You know, people start... They saw me put hot dogs and they freaked out man you could put chicken wings you could i don't like fruit i don't like the the i don't like the the uh the pineapples and all that in any ball but people do it like you man i seen people put ribs or whatever but put whatever you like in there and when your potatoes get like they are like like al dente what i call them where you can almost slice through them you go ahead and kill the fire let it soak and then once it gets to where you can put your hand in the water where it don't burn you you add your shrimp back in. And the reason why your shrimp are gonna stick is because of the salt at a high temperature makes that shell stick to the meat. So once you get your water under a certain temperature, you add the shrimp back in there. They're not gonna stick and they are just peel. They'll just come right out the shell. They jump out the shell. They do it. It makes it enjoyable. Yeah. You know, like I said, if they don't peel, ain't nobody they don't care how they taste, ain't nobody gonna eat them. You know, they don't wanna fight with that. Yeah. That's true. Yep.
2: I know I've gotten royal royal reds that I couldn't get out just of pay good
1: money yeah. for it that you can't get the peeling off of. Yep.
2: At a fancy restaurant. Absolutely.
1: You know?
0: that's, why they, that's why they did it at the restaurant, so you will not eat that much. That's <laughs> right. They, you sell you a pound of them, you the, can't eat them. All you, you can eat, all you can peel. Yeah. How about that?
1: No, nah, I, I know some dudes, they'll eat that peeling and all. Oh, they no, don't no, slow down. No, no, no. They must be half merman or something. <laughs> I don't know what.
0: <laughs> did they talk to you the next day? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, he, he might have be been tore up. Uh, huh? uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I used to work with
1: a dude. They bust us up. He trip. He just ate the peeling off.
0: What he eat the head? He'd eat, eat, eat the whole Whatever. thing, shell. In I've all. seen people do it when you fry them, you fry yeah. them real crisp. You can yeah. do that. Like when I do whole fried fish, I can, I can nibble on the, uh, you know, the fins. fins I like a good I, fin.
1: Right. Crappie fin. Ooh. I don't know if y'all have crappie down there. But.
0: No, we call them sockley. So, uh, and yeah. no such thing as a crappie. It's a yeah.
1: Well, where she's from, down below Jackson, they call them white perch. White perch, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The crappie up here. Yep. We got tons of them. Awesome.
2: That's why I kept, when I moved up here, I was like, what, what is crappie?
1: What are you yeah. about you say white perch ears park
0: up. <laughs> uh huh. Oh yeah. I, I think that's the best fish there is out there. It's the best eating. Yeah. Yep.
2: Do y'all uh, fry catfish down there?
0: Absolutely. Big my blues, big, right? We do blues, but my face is the Opelousas cat. You know what that is? The flathead. Like, yeah, the, like, the spotted cat. Yeah, we yeah. call them. Opel- I don't know why we call them that, but that's that's my favorite one. You can do anything. I just did a uh, a uh, pecan. I saw you. No, it a, was a Coupion. coupillon yeah, fish. A yeah, a a and I did it with some big blues. But before that, I did a. Uh, I blackened some uh, some Spotted Cat and put it over some rice. It was good. I got a, I got
1: a question for you. Do you put shrimp in your beer?
0: Shrimp in my beer? You yeah, never
1: seen nobody do that? That's what them boys mm. from Gonzales do. They got them little beef salad shrimp. They, they put them in their beer. Mm. It makes them briny. makes that beer a little salty, a little mm. briny. You never Maybe it's some
0: dry shrimp.
1: Maybe they were the dehydrated. Yeah, I think, I think Maybe that's what been. it was. I think it is yeah. the dehydrated. Yeah. 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 Turtle food. Yeah, that's what oh, it, that's was, good, they man. showed me his cup. There was some little shrimp in there. I said, I ain't never seen nothing like that. The funny
0: thing is the same guy that taught me how to ball shrimp taught me how to make dry shrimp. when you go trawling and you catch the small shrimp, you gotta do something with them. Yeah. And uh, so that's why you don't cut the string on a crawfish sack. So you can fill it up with the small shrimp and you leave it on your roof of your house for about mm, a day and it dries them out. And you take that crawfish sack and you beat it on the ground or on the cement and it knocks all the shell off the, the dry shrimp. And then when you get them out, it's like it is in the package. That's
1: some uh. wild stuff, right there. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so you gonna have me uh-huh. untie my crawfish, put them in the pot? Absolutely. Cook them. Even if Save you throw the sack, sack away, just please untie your crawfish yeah. sack. Because right. so, so my grandfather. Back to him. Because I recycled. Either you use them for crawfishing again, or when you pick pecans, or you you put cans in them, or I mean, or you can strain uh, stuff with them. There's so much you could do with a crawfish sack besides cutting it and throwing it away. I mean, that's...
1: I'm, I ain't going to cut another one. Don't cut
0: another... Even if you don't... Hey, you've seen that in my house. I don't know if you see my videos, but we hang them up as decorations. It's like a trophy room. Yeah. You know, so... crawfish. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty good. You yeah. Know? I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So... How do you bowl crawfish? Uh, we ain't we, got time for that. Right. <laughs> nah. It, it, anybody can boil crawfish. There's not there's no really secret to it. I mean, it's whatever seasonings you like, whatever fi- fixings you like. Crawfish, you, you know, bring it to a rolling ball. Put your crawfish in. You know, let it boil two, three, four minutes, and and cut it, and let it soak. You know, just but you got to
1: get that water cool though. like yeah. you did that shrimp. Water
0: yeah, once once you once you you kill a fire and get it soak a little while, you get you got to get that water cool because they sit there balling the whole time. People let them soak for thirty minutes in boiling water, then you know, then you got mushy crawfish. So, yeah. did,
1: so okay, I know you got the seafood, all the all the old school dishes covered. Mm-hmm. Do you mess with barbecue or the grill at all? I suck. Do you really? <laughs> I suck. Well, we might could do some swapping then. I because might show you I, a, something on a grill, and maybe you man, can
0: trade me a little, a little cagey if technique. You, if you look at my TikToks, I have not one rib, no. I, I, have I mean, you ever tried? Or you just, Yes, I do. I could do it where I like to eat it, but yeah. I, I just, man, that's so competitive. There's so many. Like I cooked a steak on TikTok, and that just tore me up. Even Garden Ramsay came at Oh, me, no. You know? I mean, come on, you know. No, nah, I think I could cook a <laughs> So once you cook a good steak, you know, once you once you can do that, you don't need to go to a restaurant anymore. But yeah. everybody, like, steaks are like ball and crawfish. Everybody does it different. But to do, a like, a, a fine rib or or, or beef, my beef ribs are my favorite. Yeah. Or stuff like that and put it on TikTok and just let, let people like you just tear me up. I, I wouldn't ever I'm just do not going to do it, you know. You're an I, expert. A I, barbecue I, yeah, expert. I don't now. do that. But... but.
1: I mean, you know, you get you cook it the way you like it. Who's yeah. Who am I to say
0: that that, that ain't right? Right. It's just right. how
1: you like it, that's you it. know?
0: That's it. Man, I'm not a barbecue expert, and I say yeah. it in my videos all the time. You yeah. know, I just, that's not, I'm a, I am call myself a big pot cooker. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm going to cook a big dish. I'm going to cook something, you know. Something you said
1: for that now. Yeah. Been able to cook for the masses.
0: That's yeah. it, man. I'm not, you, I'm not a finesse cooker, not at all.
1: Do you eat other people's gumbo or jambalaya, or are you kind of picky about, you no, know?
0: No, no. I, like, I'll go to anybody's crawfish ball and eat, and I'll I mean, I enjoy You might it. tell them they suck, but you're going to eat them. No, you know, I mean, no, I don't tell them they suck. But there's always something you can learn from anybody else I that so cooks. Too. One little thing, and my signature move in my shrimp and my crawfish, I learned from my cousin a long time ago. He puts a gallon of pickled jalapenos in there. And if you don't like jalapenos, then don't put it in there. Don't comment on my video that you yeah. don't like. I mean, yeah. but, hey, but it I got a gallon back there we're going to use. Dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't make it any spicier, but if you like the jalapeno flavor, I mean, it's a next-level deal, and I learned that from somewhere. I didn't turn my back to it, you know, and just every time somebody cooks, every time somebody speaks, if you can learn one thing, and then that's what makes you better. Don't don't ever diss somebody because they do something different, you know?
1: So. You know, so I go to these barbecue – I teach barbecue classes, but I also right. go to barbecue classes, and I go in with that same mindset. If I can come away with just one thing – most of the time you come away with way more than that. Right. But if you can come away with one thing, man, you learned something you didn't Absolutely. know. So that's a skill that you Definitely.
0: picked up. Yep,
1: I agree. I, 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 I totally agree with that approach. Yes. Tell us about – so I saw – and I know why Shell – Michelle wants to know because you had the blue plate out. Tell us about the dipping sauce. Oh, so <laughs> the dipping sauce. So she's so she's I, she's probably the world's biggest fan of blue plate mayonnaise. You know, <laughs> made down in New Orleans.
0: Now that's where it it's from. It's so different. I do have a bottle of, of Dukes at the house. I'm gonna make a video. it. Yeah. I don't even know what you don't I don't even compare. Oh, <laughs> see, I don't want. So the thing is, so you got there's a competition out there. You got blue plate and you got day, uh, uh, Dukes, but also you got seasoning and you got Old Bay. Yeah, man, don't, don't you piss off no old bay people, uh, <laughs> or they'll send you a nasty note in the mail. I'm telling you. You know, man, I don't know what it is, but I'm I not invited. Old bay just don't have the spice to me. I mean, it's I got mean, it's I, got
1: all the clove, but they're missing the, the they missing the other step. It's,
0: it's like it. the Cajun half step. It's old bay. <laughs> I like that. I would use that. <laughs> That's the half but, step. <laughs> and, you know, when I cook, I when I cook shrimp and all, and I get all these comments, "Old bay, old bay, old bay." So I went and buy some. It's expensive. Yeah. I bought it. I tried it. And I made a video. I made a funny video. I don't know if you've seen it, but I poured it in some cereal with some beer. And <laughs> I had to hit it with the two step just so I could eat my cereal. But, but uh, anyway, so, uh. so uh, what were we leading to? We were going back to Blue plate. Yeah, the Blue plate. So we were talking about my grandfather. Now we're going back to my grandmother, my mama. And uh, every time we had, we borrowed anything, she made a dip. And now it was mainly mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, mixed together, maybe a little uh, Lee and Perron or whatever.
3: Heck yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. And 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 my wife had took it to the next level. She adds a little crab ball to it. She adds a little, you know, I got videos out there with everything. We put a little hot sauce in it. Yeah. But once you make this dip, if you put it in a in a you know in a ketchup bottle, you can use it on anything. I love it on some leg, on a piece of white bread. It's over, you know. And, and the funny almost passed That's out a one time. Yeah, A crab <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. I almost passed I almost passed out one time. So we go to this, we go to Grand Isle. And we go to a restaurant, and there's this thing on the table. I'm like, what is this? I look at this. I mean, I'm going to say the name, Brandon. I don't even know if they make it anymore. It's called Wow Wee Sauce. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah. That. We bought it all Just the day. Like... I look at it, it's like man, that's mustard, ketchup. That's all. I was like, I could have made this 40 years ago. <laughs> the Wow Wee. <laughs> what people have bought it? It ain't near as good as you because no, it ain't but... made with
1: blue plate. Because you taste that, they got it too sweet. Too and sweet. We bought something. Absolutely. It's like, oh, this is
0: it. This is going to be our new dipping sauce. I mean, so and man, that would be awesome, keeping your fridge You don't have to mix it up, yeah. make it, or you could put it in a pan and then put the, the fixings you like mm-hmm. in it to make it what you want. And I was like, man, it's so simple. Why didn't I do that? But, you know, it was funny. I was looking at it on the table. I was like, we've been doing that forever. And so the funny thing about my dipping sauce, so when I put it on TikTok, he's like, you copied cane sauce.
1: I was like, we've been doing this. Like the like, so there ain't no canes in Thibodeau.
0: No, but it is probably (laughs) now. Well, there's some sugar canes. (laughs) But I was like, my grandma been making this from 1968. Let me know when canes came out. You know, it's just something they always, that was the first. See, we got the Zaxby's
1: and, you know, there's all kinds of those little chicken joints that have a, it's a, and out in Utah, they call it a fry sauce. Right, it's just a right. combo.
0: I mean, man, it's I I use it on everything, man. It's a good little sauce to always have on deck, you know. It goes with it goes with seafood, really good. Absolutely, I, I mean, that's what I like. I like I to put it know. on a hamburger. Yeah. You like, man, it's supposed to catch it up on your hamburger. If put it you on if there. you do, you you yeah. you slather yep. that on there, and you got it covered with a little spice yeah. to it, you know. So.
2: I bet it'd be good on a barbecue sandwich. <laughs> <I don't know.
0: laughs> it probably would. <laughs> probably be. Hey, not, we'll if I, not if I cooked the barbecue. Yeah. I promise no. you that. I'll, Yep.
1: Do you mess with nutrient rat?
0: <laughs> I've ate it before. But so a nutrient, you think about it. An animal tastes like what it eats. A nutrient eats grass. Are we you
2: talking about this?
0: A rabbit yeah. eats grass. So it, I love rabbit. My best my yeah. favorite thing and I'm about to do one on TikTok some another TikToker is probably going to do it. because You never let them know what you're going to do. Is my grandpa had a smoked rabbit gumbo. Unbelievable. Mm. Tame rabbit absolutely. Mm. You take a rabbit, you skin it. He had a rabbit farm. We I grew up on a small a small animal farm and I have one myself. You take a you take a couple of rabbits, you clean them and you smoke them, a cold smoke to where they, they get that that orange looking flavor, mm-hmm. That's, and uh, you cut them up and you put them in a gumbo, and it just it just makes the whole gumbo that smoky, great flavor with the sausage. You know, it's a good it's a it's a good thing to do. So. It's just just stuff like that, and I just want to keep. I like bringing that. back. I, I've
1: never thought about putting. I put a. I put turkey and smoked turkey in gumbo. that's
0: right, so that's a, that's a must might, in the Yeah, yeah. Smoked turkey wings got to go in there. Yeah. it's it's a game changer. But smoked rabbit gumbo, try it. Get yourself. Hey, get, going get some.
2: We have two rabbits in our in the freezer. freezer right? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and don't Well, you know, I don't have to take out a smoke nut. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. No, I can handle it's that. Easy, point. so easy, yeah. so good.
1: Hardest part about gumbo to me is, is sitting there making that, being patient and making that root.
0: Wait, why, you don't, made your hydrate. That's it. That's, the, it. that's why I like to cook.
1: It's a, yeah, it's at least about a six, it's about a six pack if you do it right. Oh,
0: absolutely. You know, absolutely. you get it that right color. Absolutely.
1: But I learned, so what little, what little Cajun cooking that I, that I know, I attribute to my days watching PBS, seeing Justin Wilson on there. I know you remember him yes. co- coming up. Yes. That was where I, I learned what a gumbo was. I didn't know, I mean, you know, we didn't have, my mom and dad didn't make gumbo. Absolutely. We didn't make jambalaya, but I remember seeing those old videos, and I, I've got a couple of his cookbooks, and yeah, it's it's good stuff, man.
0: So, a fun fact, I'll tell you this story. See, me and my grandfather, he loved Justin Wilson, and we watched his videos. He passed away, and I went to play college baseball at Southwest Mississippi. I get an apartment on Lake Dixie Springs, just a little, jinky apartment, whatever. And uh, we start, and I see this this man outside, a nice brick house, and I look. That's Justin Wilson. Yeah, the suspenders and everything? Everything, out in his yard. I was like, no, no, no. I go over there, and it's actually Justin Wilson. I lived by him for two years. He actually passed away when I lived next to him. Yeah, really? And so I got to meet the man, and then so it's so humbling when I'm cooking and people comment, you you the modern-day Justin Wilson. The in fact, I met the guy. I talked to the guy. I spoke to the guy, you know? And and then me and my grandpa grew up watching the guy. It's just – everything's just so coming together for this – for what I'm doing right now, you know? It's just – I've never done anything in my life that never fell in place like it is right now.
1: Yeah, that's 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 too cool, man. Yeah,
2: six
0: months, TikTok,
2: two million in six months—that's solid. Follow- yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's
0: pretty good. That's yeah. real
1: good.
2: <laughs> it took us ten. <laughs> it took ten, ten years.
1: years on YouTube for us to get just to a million. YouTube is you know? a
0: different game. Though. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
1: you got to start making some long form ones, getting them over there, man. Yeah, People yeah. cross over. That's what we found. Just been in in TikTok, what a month and a half or so, Tyler, it's been long. Mm-hmm. Yep. we've a uh, you know it's and it, it's it's a it's crazy how much people want to pick up their cell phones or whatever and and, and get get some information from it.
2: Absolutely, I mean,
0: they're watching all that.
2: So dinner, regular weeknight, who's cooking you or your wife?
0: So if you ever watch a TikTok, I'm about to wrap me out right here. If it's something finesse or it's a dessert, that's my wife. That's like those uh those uh bell peppers I cook. That was her. I, I had no clue what I was doing. Oh. I had no clue. If it's a big pot, or if it's a ball, that's me. Like her, the desserts, the cracker cake, the the the, oh, the, the macaron cheese. That's hers. That's hers. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's hers. And and the uh, the um, the cinnamon rolls. That's her stuff. Yeah. Man. But that's what makes us get to get along. We can sit there and cook together. Mm-hmm. She's camera shy. She uh, tells me what to do, and I do it. And but you know, so I say 50 You know.
1: Oh, yeah. does she
0: hold the camera? No, my little girl. Does. Oh, my little cool. girl's. So a Rochelle, I got the whole family involved. Rochelle
1: you know? does our camera.
0: Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. So it's a 50 50 deal. And like I said, if you see something meaty and big, that's me. You see a dessert, you can call me out. A, <laughs> I, I admit it. You ain't going to lie about that. No, 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 no. no. I'm yeah, not going to take that credit. It's all good, man. Awesome. It's
1: all good. Well, uh, Chell, you got any more questions for us today? I think, man, I'm, I'm just glad that you come by and hung out with us, awesome. man. We got oh, to know I you. Oh, uh
0: I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a big deal. We got
1: we got to get together and collab on on on, on some crossover barbecue and, absolutely. and Cajun recipes. I'd can love to do that. Rabbit. He yeah, can I can the smoke gumbo. the rabbit. You can make the gumbo. <laughs> That's a good deal. That would be a
0: good video. Absolutely. I
1: can get you the turkey wings and rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What kind of sauce did you put in there?
0: It if we use uh there's a, a little place by the house, Double D's, so uh, they make their own homemade smoke sauce. We we'll make that or uh You know, just whatever, you know, local. We try to stay local with with the sausage and all. And I get a bunch of deer sausage made, and uh, we use that in a lot, a lot of stuff. We got it. Why don't you use it, you know? That's right. And our ground meat, 99% is (laughs) deer ground meat, you know, so. Well, awesome. Well, stale Cracker, we appreciate you coming by, man. You're welcome to come back hang out with us
1: anytime. It's been a pleasure.
2: And where can they find you?
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. My well, YouTube ain't really that good. Don't go there. But go to TikTok if you want to see see me work the magic. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I'm easy to find. Steel Cracker Official. That's where I'm at. Thank Stale you. Cracker, Cracker Official. And get the merch. You got the cookbook. Got the cookbook. Got the got merchandise. Shirts. Oh, shirts. Yep. I did want to
2: ask you about the cookbook real quick. Okay. How was that putting that, that together?
0: My wife typed the whole thing out. Uh, and she put her recipes in there and I, and I brought my grandfather's recipes in there and it was one of those things we I was a, I, I was against doing I just wanted to make videos and make mm-hmm. people happy and they're like you gotta you gotta make merchandise I'm like, all right, do that then like we really need to come out with our grandfather's season and I think we really knew it and I got the price on doing it it's like oh Lord <laughs> like that's expensive to come out with a new product you know not <laughs> knowing, coming from I've never done nothing like that and we started thinking like and you know my wife's like let's come out with a cookbook. And let's run this cookbook until we have the money to make the season. And we at that point now. It's gonna be. It's gonna be in the next four to six weeks. We're gonna launch my grandfather's Cajun two-step, and it's gonna be. It's it's a great season. And it's. I'm not saying it's gonna cover everything that is out there, but it's gonna be something special. And it's gonna be something special you sprinkle in your dish to make it good. So
2: folks, so right. yeah.
0: you got.
1: I really do want some. I, oh, think I got to get. Absolutely.
2: Good luck on that. Good luck on the cookbook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing we're but the
1: best Anything we can help you with, brother, you holler uh, yeah. at us. Thank, thank we know a little so bit much. about seasons. I agree with How that. How to get them bottled. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Well, man, Till next time, man. Hey, we're back. How to Barbecue Right podcast. We've got another guest with us for this episode. It's my good buddy chad ward from traeger grills chad man thanks for coming down to hernando and hanging out with us
4: Thank you. man happy to be here it's gonna be an awesome weekend
1: <laughs> yeah but well, we're excited you know our grand opening's going on we're gonna do a video together you got a recipe i know we kind of talked about it a little bit but we're gonna we're gonna do some cooking on some traegers and we're gonna we're gonna have a good time man i'm excited
4: absolutely so am i and i gotta tell you man this headquarters you guys have built here along with the store is absolutely gorgeous um Kinda of gives me something to, to work towards.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome. Well we you know, we kind of felt like we lucked into this building because it's kinda of worked out for everything we needed. It's got the warehouse space, it's got the, the rooms for the classrooms and demos and stuff, and then we got a podcast studio that, you know, it was kind of here already. And then and then the little retail, that's that's kind of what the shop is, and when we're trying to draw people here with and so it's you know it's kind of all in one shop
4: no it, it's it's a great spot and speaking of classroom man how much do you miss teaching
1: oh dude the oh. covid's messed us all up and that's what i wanted to, that was one of the questions i had when we were me shell we're talking when's the shop classes starting back at traeger you know we we go back and forth
4: we, you know we've we've i hate using the word pivot i don't use it like it's been <laughs> used way too much during the whole COVID thing um but we made two big changes at traeger um when we couldn't do the shop class tour anymore First one being we started with the Trigger Kitchen Lives you know that we do on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook channel, and those have been great. I think we've done about 33, 35 of those. Um, we're doing them every two weeks now, but it was just a way to engage. I know for me, as someone that was on the road, you know, 200, 225 days a year, I mean, those first couple of months of quarantine was like – did you go crazy? Oh, I live by myself, dude. So I'm, talking, yeah. I'm talking to the walls, like, and I, and I love to talk, you know what I mean? So it was an interesting time. So I know we started those Trigger Kitchen Lives, and that was great. And then we've um, got another offering called Private Table Classes, and so we usually do those on Thursdays and Saturdays, and it's kind of cool. It's a it's a Zoom class, um, 10 to 15 people, and I think I've done probably 20, 25 of those. Um, and they've been good. I, I really like those because when you – and you know this from doing the YouTubes and and Facebooks, yeah, you're talking to hundreds of people at a time or thousands, but the feedback loop is two, three, four, five minutes delayed. Yeah. Whereas when you're doing the Zoom class, you know, it's it's almost like being in a real classroom because you can see reactions. You can kind of play off of your crowd. Um, So we've done those two things and they've been successful, but man, it's still nothing like going to one of our awesome retailers and, getting to meet all their their folks or our beautiful HQ and and the big difference with the Zoom classes or Cherry Kitchen live is they can't taste it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that says I a lot. Like, I feel like that's, the biggest jerk in the world when I'm like, "Oh, well let me tell, let me tell you how it tastes." Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's people really are throwing good. Yeah, he, people are throwing things at their TV, at their at their computer screen like that ain't fair.
1: You, we just can't beat the in-person feel you <sighs> no, get it's from and that's yeah. you know, and that's me. I, I could have done some Zoom classes and things like that, but I just didn't feel like People were getting the same experience. Yep. I mean, you can watch my videos if sure. you want to see how to cook something. Mm-hmm. When you come to a class, it's about being there and eating the food and smelling the smells and seeing how we work the group, shaking the hands, all know. the isms that we mm-hmm. use and everything. You know, it's all that. So,
4: yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think, you know, I, I, I got Pittman on board. So, hopefully, I can get you on board. I think whenever, when the world settles down, <laughs> me and Pittman come here and do a class. Me and you go to Pittman to do a class, and then you and Pittman come to my place. I'm do down, a class, man. That's a good. And we could hit all areas of the country, right? Mississippi, Texas, Florida. That's it. I think it'd be a blast. And then when Canada opens up, I know we all work with Dixon's, I believe. You work so with Dixon's? I, yeah, there? but you know, I've
1: never been to Canada, ever. Really? Yeah.
4: I, I'll tell you what. I've done a couple of classes up in Toronto, outside of Toronto. and uh, Dude, they love their barbecue up there. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you see it from your YouTube channel. Constantly.
1: But- I bet I get, I don't know, 30, 40 emails a day just people Hey, can you ship something to Canada for me? Yeah. Hey, can you ship something to Canada? I mean, yeah. Nothing. And we and we have a few, you know, we don't nothing like Traeger has, but yeah. it's just it's amazing how much those guys are into barbecue up yeah, there, man. They
2: really, really are. Oh, so y'all are talking about doing a tour? Yeah. With a tour t-shirt. It's a tour. <laughs>
4: oh,
1: yeah. can we make a tour t-shirt? And everything. If we're, if we're doing a tour, we got
4: to do a the t-shirt. Boys are back.
1: <laughs> I want it like the Molly Hatchet style. Yeah. Know? There you go. No, I just thirty eight special. that that'd be a ton of fun. I think it would too. You know, I went out. We got uh, to go out. We lucked up the year before COVID. We went to Matt's, and we was like, we was planning on going back. Yeah, we had such a good time out there.
4: Well, now now he's got that little storefront too. He's got he's got a nice nice store.
1: He Was just opening it up, I mean, he had it open. When we were there, we got to go over there, and it's kind of where we finished the class and let people, yeah, you know, peruse and pick up some some items and things like that. But it's it's cool,
4: yeah, no, that's a cool little
1: town. Watch like that,
4: it is, yeah, it's, it's, especially that area. He's in that downtown area, it's just got a lot of nostalgia. I mean, it kind of feels like you're in small town Texas, yeah, USA, yeah right you there know. in Dallas, where, yeah. yeah. It
1: yeah, was easier for somewhere. me to get to because we're on this side. You, you well, you probably flew in, but yeah, we I flew- drove.
4: Yeah, and it's, and it's not – yeah, you definitely look out because you get on that south side as well. Yeah, Dallas, you don't mess with downtown all the down at all.
1: <laughs> so I was going to ask you, You say, um, are, are you still splitting time between Utah and Florida or are you mainly still hanging out at home?
4: Right now I've just been staying at home. I, I was in – I've been in Utah twice, three times since COVID. One of them was a bunch of the guys from the office said, hey, we're having a golf tournament, you got to come out. <laughs> Another one was I just got to missing the guys on our well, – we call our community team on the marketing team, the guys that handle the influencers and ambassadors and that kind of stuff. And then it wasn't until two weeks ago I actually went in the office in Utah. And it was cool, got to catch up with Jeremy a little bit. And and we've gotten really good at at working remote and and we've just been one of the brands that have been so fortunate during this time. I mean the the growth we've seen between nineteen and twenty has been remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you've had grills, we, yeah, we've, we, we've had grills. <laughs> That's been a big
1: problem in the industry. Is people mm-hmm. just didn't have have something to sell.
4: You yeah, know? And, and don't get me wrong, we we've got stuff to sell. We wish we had more stuff to sell, but I think everybody's in that boat yeah. right now, and mm-hmm. and it's no lack of effort. I mean, I know for us right now, one of the biggest things, and it's completely out of your control is the ports. Oh yeah, is is you know there there's some people that I'm you know when I'm talking to guys that. On, and other brands that are saying, man, we've had containers in port for 30, 45, 60 days and just haven't got them unloaded. And that's, that's what really stinks is when yeah. you've got product and you just can't get it unloaded. Oh, yeah.
2: I, we've been through that. We have, well, yeah, And, and yeah. you had to go
4: through, too, at the beginning. You know, I know we went through it with our rub line at, at Whiskey Bent is when lids became an issue. Oh, yeah. When, when bottles it. became an issue. And then everybody starts hoarding up bottles because it's like, well, dude, I don't want to run out of it. You know what I mean? And it's like.
1: And the price shoots up. Mm-hmm. and You don't want to have to take the price increase on on your customer because yep. you know everybody's hurting right, I mean, exactly it, just, it was it's a bad and they're still we're not in the clear on the plastic stuff no i got it. i got an email this week saying how there's still gonna be plastic shortage because you know they switched everything to sanitizer that was what got the lid they said they all everything was being used and then the, yep. the resin or whatever they're using to make the caps with well the same things happening with that pet plastic that they're using for the sauce bottles and things yep
4: well, and the, the other one that's been interesting to watch is Nitro gloves. Oh, man. I mean, what? I, 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 saw, I saw you're carrying them in your store. I had to quit carrying them in mine
1: because the the wholesale my
4: wholesale price went up like 4 triples.
1: Yeah, ours yeah. triple. Yeah. What I used to could get, I think it was 8 or $9 box of gloves, is now like $20-something.
4: I, I'm, I'm in that same boat yeah. with you, yeah.
1: And you, I mean, you can't just pass that on to the customer. No, I mean, we're no. basically— the guy, uh, we, we order them. We got like a glove rep. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, we don't know when we're getting them. If we get some, we'll send them to you. So he'll email us out of the blue, hey, we got 20 boxes. Do you yeah. want them? We're like, heck yeah, send them to yeah. us, you know. Yeah, but then, then when they're gone, they're gone. You'll yeah, never know when you're going to get them. I've, try, I've tried sourcing them all different places. They're just none.
4: Yeah, we have too, and it's been it's been absolutely crazy because it seems like every time I do a Trigger Kitchen Live or something, and I I do the same thing you do, the cotton gloves with the, the yeah, naturals yeah. Over, over the top. And I, it was always nice people go. Oh, you can just go to Whiskey and Barbecue Supply and pick them up there. Blah blah blah. And now yeah. I was like, uh, Well, I don't know where you can pick them yeah, up at. No, you're lucky. You <laughs> <Yeah>. should say <laughs> Harbor Freight or
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand they need them. That's part of you know PPE. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's. I mean, that's the. You know, I'd rather somebody in hospital, doctor's office, or whatever emergency situation. Yes, I have a glove in us barbecue guys, yeah. but I do miss them. I mean, when that <laughs> I've hoarded me a few boxes, <laughs> but if you will notice, a lot of times I got down to mastering the one hand. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't put. I don't like to put them on two anymore. Yeah, I do as much true. stuff as I can with one. Completely agree. Uh, but well,
2: have you ever cooked a low and slow pork butt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a Traeger. Yes,
1: well, that's
2: I what we did for our recipe. That was
1: our week. recipe this week, yeah. and I'm going to tell you, Chad. It'll give anybody's a run for the money. If, you, if people think you can't get bark and you can't get smoke ring and yep. you can't get smoke flavor on a on a pellet grill, they're wrong. Well, that.
4: Especially depending on, you know, if you're using that ironwood or you're using that that timberline where, you know, we've kind of built that algorithm with super smoke, which yep. you can use under 225, puts about three times more smoke in the chamber. I mean, it builds great bark. It builds great flavor. Um, and, and that was one of the things when I, you know, it's funny, but, you know, Jeremy Andrus and, Tri-Atlantic bought Traeger seven and a half years ago, and I've been around for about seven years of that ride. And I remember when I <laughs> first first got the opportunity to, they said, hey, we got a blank sheet of paper. We want you to help us build a grill that w- competition guys would be proud of. And what came out of that was the first version of the Timberline, and I was one of the guys that said, man, we need, and I didn't call it super smoke. I said, man, we need some kind of method at lower temp where we can just get more smoke on the meat, you know, <laughs> Excuse me, and uh, I know I'm choking all my yeah. up over here, <laughs> and uh, but no, I mean I'm, I'm super proud of where the product lines came, where it's you know where it's going. It's uh, it's been pretty remarkable, but it means a lot to me that you'll say that because I know you've cooked on everything under the sun, and for you to be happy enough with it and say it can go up against anything that uh, that means a lot.
1: No, that's exactly. I mean, I've lo- I mean, the Traeger Timberline, dude. That's the best cooking pellet grill I've had. I've owned the odors cooked on Memphis. Different models Traegers, uh, Louisiana mm-hmm. that Timberline, it's a machine.
4: Yeah, no, it's 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 really built. You know, way you can retain heat in it, and I mean that thing. Whether you're at 200, 225, or you're at three fifty, three seventy-five, it's usually within two, three degrees. Either way. always, yeah.
2: Oh, it video, it's my favorite grill.
1: I didn't say anything about super smoke in the video because I know everybody don't have that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that that's very but the true. super
1: smoke. Shoot, yeah.
4: It's just an added bonus. I mean, I've gotten plenty of, you know, really good smoke off of just a a Pro Series that doesn't have that feature either, you know? Yeah. What does it do? So, there's an an algorithm in there that between the way that we drop the pellets and the way that we we, uh, regulate the air going to it, it just allows it to create more blue smoke than...
1: So that's what it is. It. Yeah. It's just slowing that auger down.
4: Yep. Slowing that auger down. Letting and, that pellet and, burn more. And pulse in the air kind of more quickly and then kind of take a quick break and then pulse it some more. So kind of really ignite the pellet, let that smoke build, sit back, and then provide more air to it to generate the smoke a little bit harder. Okay. But always focused on that that clean blue smoke. You know, wanting to make sure it's not that, that you know— a non-combusted creosote type. So, do you get dart.
1: questions on why can't you do it over 225?
4: Yes, and it's because, <laughs> and, it, and the reason you can't do it over 225 is you have to feed the pellets at a higher rate to get to that over 225 temperature, which takes away the uh, the added amount of smoke that you right. get on a super smoke setting.
1: So, Traeger just figured out in the lab that yep, exactly, that's the optimal point to yep. where it's not going to work. Yeah, there's no unlock
4: code that if you pay us fifty bucks, you can. Yeah, get, you can get the, the Superstar yeah, yeah, yeah We need that. Yeah, it was just the uh, it was just the phys- physics behind. Yeah,
1: it. yeah. So we would need a double auger system that was creating that while the other one was. Finished. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's been our go-to a Separate smoke butt. fire pot.
1: That's what I've been wanting to do. To design a separate like smoke chamber because you know everybody wants to use a smoke tubes or whatever to oh, these yeah. up.
2: I mean, they, they
1: they really don't work. Right. Kind of work, really don't work. But if you had another fire pot in there that was your smoke fire pot, and yeah. you had to control it separately, it was producing smoke while your other one was generating BTUs. Yeah, that could be well, interesting. You could be you could be doing some smoking then. Thanks your could. That's what I think about when I drink whiskey. <laughs> 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 but no, I did. So the pork butt I cooked it was about ten. It was it's a big pork butt. Ten, I think it was ten and a half pounds. Wasn't yeah. it? Fourteen hours, and I started out on two hundred, mm-hmm. and I went that for eight of the hours. You know, yep. got, I put it on, went to bed, and then got up. And then just said, okay, I'll bump it, you know, 220, something yep. like that. Still keeping it in super smoke range. Yeah. Man, you talk about juicy. I did fat down and then bark all over the outside. And it was, I mean, it'll never get, like, you can't get it above 190. I think that's about top out yeah. when you keep it at those temps. Mm-hmm. But it's let go of every bit of fat in itself. And it just turns it to liquid juice, just flavor yep. all in there. You pull it off, and man,
2: it was just. It gets that good crunchy bark on the outside. Yeah. It's really good. It's been our go-to pork butt here. here lately, it's, it's got the old-school flavor, man. Yeah, no, it, it really does, and
4: with
1: no no touching it. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, and, and, and I love those overnight cooks like that. I mean, I've been doing a, an overnight brisket. You know, just set that baby at one eighty-five, super smoke, let it go overnight. I mean, you, you got a big enough hopper, you ain't got to worry about no. Donuts.
1: Oh, you know, for those first eight hours at the two hundred, I burn what two inches of yeah, pellets. Right, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even down very much past the yeah, lip.
4: Yep. No, and, and and then when you get up in the morning, you can kind of decide where you want to go with it, you know what yeah. I mean, depending on if you're serving for lunch or serving for dinner, you want to build some more bark, you want to get it done, you know, up, whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. I mean, I remember I started doing that a couple of years ago. Actually, me and Pittman were cooking an event at Nike. And I was like, man, well, we're going to go out with the Nike guys and party a little bit. I don't know if I'm we'll gonna be messing around with a brisket at it two three in the morning. <laughs> and so we just put that baby on at ten o'clock before we went out and one eighty five didn't and we kinda stumbled home and looked at it like
1: Perfect. Oh man, it's working out. Let's go to bed, you know? Some of my best barbecue has been has been cooked that very same way, Chad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just like put it on, screw it. It don't matter. <laughs> Let's go, you know. Yep. Have a good time. We'll come back and check on it later. As long as the power don't go out, yeah. you're gold. That's, I mean, hey, as long as the power don't go out, we've we, we, we got a way to fix you it. You weren't opening it. You weren't spraying it. Yeah. You weren't jacking with it. You weren't you know sitting there worried about the clock. You just letting it do its thing. And
4: I'll tell you, you, you brought it up with spraying. I mean, when it comes to cooking on a trigger, I, I I bet I may spray 2% of the time, and it's just because some anomaly. You know what I yeah. mean? Where you know it, it's just a nice, moist cook. You don't really need it. You do have to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I definitely understand on other, other, pit, you know, when I used to run stick burners, this and that, absolutely
1: get it. It's a definite oh. different heat, dry heat. Oh, hickory. If I don't spray, it's yep. moving so much convection air in there, it, yep. it'll turn something into jerky on the yep. top.
4: Yeah, absolutely. But, but man, that trigger's just got a nice, damp, nice, damp heat to it. And I, I just rarely find myself having to, to spritz
1: anything. Yeah. So for people that don't know, Chad, what what are you what are you officially doing for Traeger? So as, for
4: Traeger, I am it's kind of a cool title, director of barbecue marketing. I love it. So my <laughs> that's my, one of the best titles are in yeah. the company. <laughs> so so my you know, and I'm about to have mine. I've been with the brand seven years. The first two years was kind of a spokesperson, ambassador, and then the last uh, July will be my five year employee anniversary. And my responsibility is just you know. Really promoting the brand, you know, going out and working with different ambassadors. Um, you know, that's how me and you hooked back yeah, up, yeah. you know, just said, hey, you know, love to get a trigger to you. And, you know, it, once again, it's one of those things where, you know, and I do it not just in barbecue, but in country music and
1: athletics. I mean, That's I what I was feeling. So you say ambassadors, we're talking about superstars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> you're the superstar I mean, contact. You're kind of the, the I, I, go-between Traeger and these big-time people. You know, I was I was telling the guys in
4: the break room, uh, talking to the guy from Swine Life and this and that, and I said, man, if you'd have told me 10 years ago this was going to be my job, like it's it's amazing. And, you know, I mean, the, you know, a couple weeks ago, the Super Bowl week, I was, you know, did an Instagram live with Justin Herbert, getting Rookie of the Year for yeah. the NFL, and two weeks before that was cooking with King Griffey Jr. at his house, which seems to be like an every monthly acquaintance, you know, thing <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, and uh, and just man, it, it's cool. And I think the one thing it says about barbecue is, you know, I mean King Griffey Jr. six hundred and thirty home runs, this and that. But but Chad, I need to learn how to cook a brisket hot and fast. Yeah, like like barbecue flows through everybody's veins. You know what I mean? And and it's cool to be able to have the the Skill set and the knowledge level to be able to, you know, this guy's wanting to pick my brain, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and, and I'm sitting here just trying not to be a geek, like, well, dude, let me talk to you about when you, you know, <laughs> one, one, two count, you know, <laughs> so and so's on the mound, <laughs> yeah. and uh, but 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 it, it's cool because I mean, it just barbecue resonates within all. I mean, it, it's it's just awesome to be a part of, and so, yes, yeah, so that's my title. So, I you know, and I, and I do a lot of the you know from customer facing stuff for traeger um but yeah director of barbecue marketing that's a
1: that's a heck of a job yeah <laughs> so have you have you got to go cook with Joe Rogan yet I know I know yeah. y'all got him some Traeger I, I've cooked with Rogan
4: I've cooked at elk Camp with him two or three times really um I will tell you what if you like Joe and Joe's show yeah same thing I say about Dan Patrick they're Ten times even more genuine in person. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. And and Joe, like when Joe's passionate about something, like elk hunting, like cooking, like Archery, dude is all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like like I remember when he he tagged out and like, you gonna go home early? He's like, No, I'm just gonna hang out with Chad and you know <laughs> and, and, and help him, <laughs> help him and learn how to cook some stuff. And it's yeah. like <laughs> dude, so rad, but I mean it's so humbling when those guys, you know, you know, want to share a camp yeah. with you and
1: well, we're going to elk camp. Oh, well, Chad's got to come. Or you know, I mean, that's that's fun. I want to see you get Bert. He he's cooking on this thing. I'm Kreischer. I know, I know. He's you got to get him a Traeger. Man. I, I would, it hurts me every time I see him talk about his wreck. He hauls that thing around on tour with him and I, cooks I, for
4: people. I stuff. know. And I actually tried reaching out through a couple of different channels before he did that, just because I think Kreischer is frigging hilarious. hilarious
1: machine. Man. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see if we can't get him uh, get him converted.
1: Yeah, I I need to see him with one. Like we we uh, Tom Segura come to Memphis was it it was it was, before, was it during right COVID? before COVID right before COVID we got the chance to go see him live it yeah he was yeah.
4: killer man I, I still got to say one of the coolest things speaking of Memphis in May is oh, yeah we got that coming up hopefully yeah two years ago three, two or three years ago I can't remember two maybe two or three looking across the way you know we we get set up this and that look across the way and there stands Dave Grohl <laughs> and and our buddy Billy Terrell's tent I'm like. Uh, what is this? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, and and it's been cool, you know, because Dave's got such a passion for cooking. I mean, he's totally legit. He's into, into it. it, man. Yeah, but. me and me and my buddy Tim Montana went out and cooked with his charity probably a year and a half ago out in California. And, yeah, and dude, that that guy stayed up all night with the pit. Like, he's not one of those guys. Like, he running his line go, or? Go, goes. Yeah, go, yeah, you know what? one oh eight, I think. Yeah, and uh, and he's like, he's not one of those dudes that just goes to bed and you know, hey, tend the fire. Like, I mean. Think he slept ninety minutes, and then was well, standing right next to me serving barbecue for four hours the next day. Like, did super he cool. Can yeah, cook, it was cook. it was good food. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he can cook.
2: No, he came walking through our booth at Memphis May, and I. Chill flipped out. I was like, I mean, I grew yeah, up. With, you know absolutely. <laughs> I did. I, I was had a talking. Little to, moment. <laughs> I was talking
1: to some guys, and he come up and just gave me a big old hug. I was like, who is this guy? You know, I was like, I don't know. He's like, hey man. I'm, Big fan of yours. I'm Dave Grohl. And I was like, oh, man. I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah. Body. But look, the dude I was talking to got pissed. He didn't give a flip about Dave Grohl. He wanted to talk to me. And so I thought he was going to hit Dave Grohl. I was like, hold up, man. Hold up, man. I'll be with you. i get back when you're here to say. Yeah, yeah. I was like, please don't hit him, man. He's just here to talk barbecue. He's a cool guy. I promise he's a cool guy. Oh, he's a guitar player, you know, Nirvana. You yeah. Know. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
2: So you said that uh, you're coming to the house. You're doing a video this week with us. Yes. We'll be released on our YouTube channel. What you cooking?
4: We're going to do, you know, Malcolm kind of said, man, do something that just says Traeger. And I I think the one thing about Traeger that's awesome that that you don't get with a lot of other grills, you can cook the whole dang meal on it. So we're going to do just a basic, you know, spatchcock chicken, burn it for a couple hours, dry it off, season it up, throw it on at 375. We're going to let it go for a little bit. And then get our Brussels sprouts prepped and do some balsamic Brussels sprouts. And that way, you know, we'll put those on a little bit into the chicken cook. But that, to me, just proves. Do it all at the same time? Boom. One grill. You know, it all pulls off at the same time. Let's eat.
2: Asparagus is one of the best things. Asparagus is
4: the best on a pellet grill. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. Asparagus work. To me, what I do with asparagus usually is I'll, when I'm reverse searing my steak, I'll throw it on the top rack. And then usually by the time my steak's rested, that, that asparagus it died, at, at four fifty five hundred 500 after, yeah. you know, 8, 12 minutes, it's ready to go.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's too easy. Yep. Toss it a little olive oil, a little, you know, salt, pepper, garlic, action. Mm-hmm. don't need much.
4: No, not at all. Yeah, I'm one of those with veggies. I mean, you know, don't don't try to cover them up. Kind of, you know, yeah, raise them up. Yeah.
2: So you sear your steak first? And no. then move it up to the top?
4: Reverse. I'm a reverse here. Oh, okay. So when when I'm when I'm searing my steaks at the end, then I'll throw my asparagus on the top rack. Gotcha. You know, because at that higher heat, it only needs, you know, 12. Depending, on how, tops. depending on how big the Yeah, if you get those is. thumb-sized You get those thumb Tree
1: trunks. I hate those. Yeah, I like I, when that young asparagus yeah. you know, is tender. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. Those don't take long at all. No, I'm down with that. I, I'm looking forward to the Brussels sprouts. So do you do bacon in them? or you I, do, be, I do. I
4: do bacon and a little balsamic vinegar. Um, that's in a little cook. So usually I, I'll kind of roast them off and then towards the end, I'll add some chicken stock, some balsamic vinegar and the bacon. So it kind of makes a little
1: sauce. Yeah. It cooks down. Yeah. You do them in like a cast iron skillet or
4: a cast iron skillet or, you know, a little bit deeper sheet pan. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A little sheet
4: pan. That'd work too. Yeah. Cool. So, but, but it works out really well. Um, and man, Brussels is one of those things I never liked. Until I had them off the grill.
1: That, you know, I'm saying, I remember Brussels, they always said, oh, will put cheese on them. You'll like them. You know? mm-hmm. But they're always bold and just. No flavor. No flavor. Bad cabbage flavor. I was like, yeah. I'm not eating this. I, I refused to until we started learning how to cook them on a grill and they more roasted style. Yep. And then they just, they, got, they pop with flavor. They do. They're they really so do. good.
4: And, 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 you know, when you're talking about Brussels too, they'll kind of take on wherever you lead them. You know what I mean, as far as flavor profile. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not super overpowering. So, you know, it, it's one of those. It, it's nice. It's got a good, you know, good crunch, good mouthfeel. And my favorite is, I always when I'm trimming them, if those leaves fall off, I go ahead and throw them in the so skillet.
1: Oh man, like a little chip. Yeah, little chip, little brussel <laughs> chip. Yep, that's better than a kale chip any day. I absolutely agreed, yeah. my friend. Well, I like. I mean, I half them. You know, Sometimes, yeah, I half is them. Is
4: that what you do too? Yep. So, yeah. So yeah, when I I'll stem them and then I'll half them. And when I half them, those leaves come off, oh, they're they, go right they going in. Yeah.
1: Have you ever just uh, kept in your bacon fat and, and got it a little warm and drizzled it over them before you season them? So what, what I'll end up doing is I'll I'll put
4: a little bit of olive oil on them and season them. But what we'll do is I'll have those Brussels on the bottom rack, and then on the middle rack we'll have the bacon cooking over the top of it so it kind of cooks down into you. it hot. Yeah, it lets cook. it drip down into it. Yep, and wow, then once that, it gets yeah. done, we'll take and cut it up and put it yeah. in there. That's all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two big boys ain't gonna say no to that, are they? Oh,
1: now we're eating healthy.
4: Right. Chick- we eat <laughs>
1: greens, man. Yeah, yeah. Chicken and greens, man. Our doctors ought to be proud they of should, us, man. Right? They didn't have to know about the three pounds of bacon hanging over. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it taste good. Ain't got to tell all the secrets. That's right. <laughs> so what all? So what's Trager have coming up on the year? We're we gonna get to see Trager at Memphis in May if they have it. Are we gonna see some I'm, more festival type stuff? Or
4: I'm working on that right now. Um, Trying to get you know we're, we're talking about Memphis and May you know it's just one of those things that's it's almost dang near in the middle right you know like we're starting to see numbers get better you know what I mean so so we'll see I mean I personally I would love for us to be there um, but have talked to Kevin over at Memphis and May and I got another call with our group on monday and uh just kind of evaluate the whole situation but would love to be there um we've been doing some small veteran events which is really big to us i mean Thank you. uh we we love giving back to our military love giving back to the communities that have, have helped us build um got a couple things in the country music space coming up you know not sponsoring any tours or anything like that but just some cool um uh, doing it in april i'll be doing an event with uh brantley Brent, gilbert for some veterans. Um, you know, so we just try to, you know, right now, you know, I don't know when shop classes will come back. I mean, I'm going to say worst case beginning of 2022. Um, you know, if we could sneak a couple in, yeah. you know, fourth quarter at HQ, you know, without going on the road, that'd be awesome. But you know, just kind of a wait and see approach. I mean, we've, we've kind of taken and budget wise that the second half of the year, we've got budget for certain events, but once again, we're just going to do what's right and responsible. But, um, Man, when well, we can't get back out there, it's going to be a big shop class tour. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be, believe me, we have missed it just as much as people have missed coming in and uh, being a part of the stuff we do.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. What, what about uh, game day? Now, that so, was I always like turning on TV and seeing the Traeger there at game day. Did you get, I mean, COVID kind of put a damper on some yeah, of that so, way, didn't it?
4: Yeah, so I was on tour with the game day guys all year in 19. Um, so I'd usually fly in on a Wednesday or a Thursday uh, cook for the whole crew on Friday, and then do Saturday. And if it was a game I wanted to stay for, I did. If it wouldn't, I was fly out out, out on the next Saturday afternoon flight. Um, it was really cool, um, and it's been a great recognition for us. I mean, we know that the the college sports fan is in our demographic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially here in the SEC, yeah. you know, down here. But, but even, you know, as I got to go to other places, I mean, I went to North Dakota State. We, there was a North Dakota State-South Dakota State game. <laughs> I go into this. I go into this. I go into this little old diner. I'd read about, you know, I'm supposed to have the best two and a half dollar cheeseburger you can find, and I went in there, and it was kind of like three o'clock in the afternoon. Nobody's in there, and the owner comes out, and he goes, "Man, you." You're that Traeger guy, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." My like, shit. I guess, I, so. <laughs> I, I guess we got recognition of Dakotas too. And uh, and so yeah, so that was. But yeah, game day was was huge, um, and and we'll continue to be a part of that this year, uh, based on what capacity. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I felt. I you know, I made so many good friends on that game day crew, and that game day crew at, at its biggest is you know about 150, 170 people. Wow, is what it takes Man, to that's pull a heck together.
1: Just to show up at a the school
4: and put that on absolutely because you've got Holy all the guys smokes. that you know you've got a, a crew of six guys that run the overhead cameras, you've got all the producers, you've got all the guys jockeying the equipment here to there, so you you think it. you don't it, see like, all that you man. don't you don't it's all behind the scenes yeah you know i I honestly thought like when we were having our first introductory calls about it I'm like, okay, so on Friday when I cook for the crew, what are we cooking for like you know 40 50 people now. <laughs> you know. And then you have and then you have all the other brands too. You've got Coca-Cola, you got Home Depot, you've got you know what I mean? Um but you're the only food guy though, right? Exactly. You, you know the interesting thing about it is we don't shop for that until Friday morning. So we will literally they get done they get done. We'll go out Friday morning as soon as the grocery store opens. So we cook a bunch of quick cook stuff. You know, who dogs, decides what's pork chops, that kind of thing? And then, well, but we we don't have anywhere to store that much food. Yeah, because there's no
1: refrigeration. Exactly. Right? Just so, so, so,
4: so we literally go in and run up a fifteen hundred dollar tab at a grocery store, which we end up being their favorite grocery, their favorite game to ever come in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Uh, and then literally we go back and cook it and we serve it twelve twelve thirty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. I. What's uh,
2: your crew look like to to, to make it, that? Pull that off. Yeah. So what happens is
4: usually it's just me. But there's a um, – Roadkill Grill is what they call themselves. It's a group of eight or ten guys that are staff on game day that help, help – the, so they've been doing it. I'm kind of in addition – that and the Traeger's an addition yeah. to the crew. Okay, they're, they're used to cooking they're, for
1: the crew. They're, they're used
4: the to group's... it. We've just taken it kind of to yeah, another yeah. level, a little more elevated, and uh, using the Traeger instead of what they were using in the past.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Tommy,
4: Tommy Marshall, he, he's the guy that created Roadkill Grill, I think – 13, 14 years ago. He's right. worked on game days since the inception.
1: Oh, that's cool.
4: Yeah. So, no, that's been fun. And then, you know, the Dan Patrick show, I mean, that's been a r- big, th- those two things have really been huge for Traeger from a, you know, really integration in the sports world. Has yeah. Dan, Pat- can Dan cook on it? I'll tell you what, man, Dan has gotten much, much better at cooking <laughs> on it. I mean, <laughs> he, much, much better. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, he embraces it. He, um, me and me and Julie went up there, uh, Girl Meets Girl on Instagram. We went up there for the Super Bowl and worked our butt off this year. Usually what we do with a crew of five or six, me and her did by ourselves because we were trying to keep the crew low. I mean, we went and yeah. got COVID tested, um, all that stuff. And uh, Julie made a, a grouper with the Traeger Black in Saskatchewan and a little— Pineapple sauce on top. Dan ate five pieces of it. Five sides. Five sides of grouper. I've never yeah. seen him eat so much of something in his life. And then literally, he's like, "Dude, you got to give me that recipe." I'm like, "Dan, it's so easy. It's like you can do it." 350 black and Saskatchewan pineapple sauce over so the top. He's like, Why well, how do I make the pineapple sauce?" I was like, "You go to the grocery store and you buy this brand." Yeah. And he's like, "No way. That's out, that's out of the produce case." I was like, "That's out of the produce case." And uh, and so literally. For the flying home that day is like, dude, I can't find grouper up here. Can I use monkfish? I was like, yeah, yeah monkfish we find. It's just a where do you find monkfish, <laughs> <laughs> dude, re- readily available in Connecticut? <laughs>
1: I <can't sell>. guess <laughs> so. so uh, grouper, I got that, yeah. You know? And uh, so, that freezer,
4: <laughs> yeah, I had to fly the grouper up there, um, because oh, I, I, we were doing kind of the whole Tampa Bay thing versus yeah, Kansas yeah, City, yeah. Had to have the grouper. and Then he ended up finding a fishmonger there in town, and now I can get him grouper. But he was so proud. I mean, he,
1: he did it with that monkfish two out days later, and it yeah. all
4: turned out yeah. phenomenal.
1: Grouper's a good-eating fish. It really is.
4: Oh, man. One of my favorite. That and redfish. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah, it was different this year. I mean, this is the first time. I've been doing the Dan Patrick Show for five years, and this is the first time we haven't been on site. Yeah. And it was forty five minutes. So you front. weren't you weren't
1: even home for Super
4: Bowl. Was all that going on. I, I, I flew home Sunday morning. Oh man!
1: But I was yeah, it's in the backyard.
4: Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, I mean, literally, if we'd have been on site at the Super Bowl like we have been the last four years, it was forty five minutes door to door. They would have been.
1: Yeah, it's probably better. Yeah, somebody's looking right. out for you. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, so in, instead we did it in and in, in the so we're supposed to cook Thursday Friday. We go up, we get in Saturday night, we get our COVID test on Sunday, so we can't go into the studio until our COVID test clears. 24 to 48 hours, we didn't do the rapid one because the rapid ones had a little hit and miss on it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, Tuesday, we'll be able to get in the studio and get prepped on Wednesday. So we get our COVID results back on Monday, both negative, and it's snowing a foot an hour. (laughs) Like, well, we can't go out shopping today. So then I I, I text Dan. I said, hey man, here's both of our negative COVID tests. He's like, oh great man, you can go shopping tomorrow. Why don't we cook Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on the show? Oh, man. And I could never tell Dan no. So yeah, so you made it happen. I kind of looked at Julian like, man, what do you Talk think about coo- what do you think <laughs> about cooking Wednesday? She's like, well if I, if you can't tell Dan no, I can't tell him no. And I was like, yeah. you probably could. She's like, nope, I'm not telling him no. So <laughs> so we uh yes yeah, so we did Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. How, how what's his crew like? Oh, his crew's great, man. So they've got uh you know the Danettes, um they're great guys, and then uh, the executive producer of the show, Eric Jones, he's a really good guy. I mean, there, there's about a about thirteen people up there, and, and if you've ever watched the show that the man cave yeah. that he's built, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. dude, it's yeah. so rad, so rad. So we we've got, got some basketball cord in it, don't I? I mean, inside, yeah, there was one hoop, right? Yeah. So we we just renewed with them for two more years, and uh, is that, that part of like a trigger? deal yeah oh really yeah i just thought yeah. i just thought dan liked you no no we we <laughs> we, we, we so the, the funny part about how that relationship started if i'm going too long tell me oh, um yeah. so when i first started as an employee uh denny bruce which was our senior vice president of sales marketing operations great guys the ceo of dickie's now um i've been there maybe two months and he goes, like, chad i'm working on something that we really haven't done here before and i was like what's that he goes uh then we're gonna sponsor the dan patrick show and i'm like uh, he goes, I think you want, I want you to be like the dude for it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you better. <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, I can remember my dad getting so mad at me as a kid with my little 13 inch TV in my room, watching, you know, staying up late, like having it on like volume three, yeah, laying right next to it, listening to Keith Oldman and Dan Patrick mm-hmm. on the 11 o'clock sports center. I was like, I've been a Dan Patrick fan forever. So long story short, a couple months go by and he, then he goes, all right, we're going to do it. But Dan wants to taste food off the grill first. Like, he wants to know yeah. it's, a, it's a product he can get behind, which one I respect the hell out of that. Uh, yeah. and m- most guys will just take the check and, and figure it out later. Um, so I said, oh, cool. When are we going? Like, well, all right, we're going to rent an Airbnb up there. We'll have a bunch of grills show up, and you're going to cook for, you know, 25 people. And so, all right, cool. I think I've now been with the company all of maybe two months and uh, hadn't done a Traeger-type event before. Where you've seen ours, I mean, very polished, you know, all the accents, everything. Man, I'm out there. I'm like, I'm doing like a barbecue guy, man. I got pop-up tables, white tablecloth. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know no different Malcolm, yeah, you know what I mean? Right, that's right. And I hadn't been learned up yet. And so, uh, so, but cook a great meal. And I remember about 10 minutes before I'm going to serve and doing the whole thing, you know, I cooked brisket, you know, Snake River Farms brisket, uh, you know, had a carving station set up, go carve it to order. And, uh, I hear Dan's manager go. Well, he's talking to Denny. He said, "Hey, Denny." He's like, uh, "Long week, you know." I don't know if Dan will stay more than ten or fifteen minutes. Well, I look at that as a challenge. Yeah. So I take them burn ins I got all cut up and caramelized. I put them in the Yeti under me that I'm sitting on carving brisket. I Figure I'll play the dumb, the dumb redneck thing here in a minute. Yeah. So get all of them served. I look up there and you know Dan's about halfway through his plate and I'm like all right, perfect time. Uh, Open up the Yeti and. Got that big old bowl of burnt ends and kind of come up the stairs, like, oh, shucks, guys, I I forgot it, this is, but I guess I'm bringing it to the right time. This is what we call meat candy. These are burnt ends. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, yeah, we can't miss out on those. Yeah, 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 you gotta have that. I kind of put them in the middle of the table and Dan's eating a couple and I go to walk off and he goes, hey, Chad do not you sit down? do not you tell me your story? Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're about to break sorry. this 10 minute barrier, right? I, I, <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't gonna come up for air, son. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling it. And so it was. You was just giving him the full spiel, huh? And so, well, I was born October 8, 1976, <laughs> and in small one town, town of Lakeland, Florida. <laughs> Third grade. <laughs> First grade teacher was missing Lona Davis. <laughs> but, uh, but no. So we get to. Uh, I just get talking and you, telling him about barbecue and how I started and this and that. And Denny and his manager are standing next to each other, kind of below the deck. And he goes, "I've never let, I've never heard Dan let somebody talk this long." Right. <laughs> and then, then he goes, about thirty seconds later, he goes, "Chet, I got to stop you right there. I'm going to talk to my manager about something real quick." He goes, "Look, he goes." I want to do this deal, and he goes, "Denny, if we if we do the deal, if we don't do the deal, he's like that guy's got to come on my show. He's gonna come back. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, and if we do do the deal, like that's my guy, right? That's who I'm gonna get to him, work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, that, that's 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 your guy. He's like, and we're gonna do the deal, and so it kind of all got done right oh, there. That's and, awesome. and now I go back, and you know, not only do everything with him with Traeger, but I mean, we probably talk once a week, and go back and do him and his wife's Christmas party every year, yeah. and and it's just fun. I feel like part of the family when I go up there. I mean, but he is he's just an amazing guy, and and probably to me one of the best. Sports journalist host, yeah, and in, in, in our lifetime, you Genuine know? Too,
1: yeah, I mean, he's, he's good.
4: Yeah, just a just a real down to earth guy, and just and, and it's one of the dry sense of humor. And to just give you an insight of how Dan is. When we were up there for the Super Bowl this year, I said, "Hey man, we've got a guy that we kind of just hired. He's our product manager about bringing new products to market. This and that." I said, "Dude, he's a lifelong fan." Is there any way you'd send him a birthday message? Like a cameo type? Yeah, deal? and he's he's mm-hmm. like, "Give me your phone." So he walks around, the man came like, hey, hey, Alex, uh, heard you just started here with uh, Traeger. Uh, not the over-under on you making it there. Hmm, I'm going to go with the under. Uh, you know, it just, it just kind of just being Dan, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I send it to him. And he's like, "Dude, don't tell my wife this, but I'm pretty sure it's the best moment of my life including, <laughs> in, including my wedding and the birth of my child." Yeah. And 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 just just that's how that's just how Dan is. He loves pleasing people. He loves the fact that people enjoy listening to him, listen to his show. Yeah. And uh yeah, to have, be able to call a guy like that a true
1: friend is is pretty awesome. That's cool. That's a good that's a great. I know,
2: that's a great story. <laughs>
1: See? And all because of barbecue. All because yeah. of barbecue, yeah, man. Never would happened.
4: The great connector.
1: That's right. That's it. It, it really is, it is, man. It's a, a people connector. I've, I've always
4: said, man, regardless of race, religion, political beliefs, I feel like any group of people can get around a table full of family-style barbecue and, and have a good conversation have a good
1: time. That's, that's why I do it. Yes, that's sir. That's the only reason why I do it, yep. really.
4: No. I love it. And it's kind of like we get to, we get to share ourselves on a plate. You know it's what I mean? A, yeah. 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 Part of your soul. I mean, exactly. Every time you put it out there for money. Yep. For sure. Which we're going to do tomorrow. We're doing. To. Yeah, <laughs> dang right. I'll tell you what. If anybody leaves
2: this grand opening tomorrow hungry, <laughs> it's, their own, right. it's their own damn, damn fault. their own We've run out of refrigerator space for the <laughs> meat. We've, yeah. We are max capacity. On we, well,
4: we, we've got about a, a 105 full of meat out there you know, for our part. You already so been shopping? Yeah, we, we oh, went there. shopping this morning. Went shopping and went to Gussa's. You got to go to yeah, Oh, yeah. You get some, oh, man. Did you get some turnip greens? I, you know, I didn't. Who they're green? But I usually fire, do there. Man. I'll tell you what. Two years ago, Memphis of May, I was here for four days and I ate Augustus four times. <laughs> <laughs> I love that place, man. I did love go, that place. Do you go uh, white or dark? I want dark today. The thighs and legs. Are that's good, what I man. want, man. Three yeah. piece dark. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese and baked beans. Yeah. You know, and what I like about their sides is they don't try to dress them. No, up No, it's what it is. You know, the, 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 the you know they throw a couple things in the beans which tightens it. And up a which, light bread. Yep. Yeah, which I don't. Which I don't like runny beans, <laughs> so it tightens them up just enough. Yeah, yeah. And mac and cheese is a box mac and cheese dressed up a little bit, but yeah. you know, to me it just what it is on a yeah.
1: plain plate. Good, yeah. I, I, I ain't I ain't getting fancy on a disposable plate with a yeah. fine piece of white bread. Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No. And you used to, I don't know if they still do, you used to get a 40 there.
4: Oh, you can. You can still get the. Well, I was trying to you know, Tyler, Tyler, this is his first visit our customer service guy and which by the way, he was so he's a big fan of yours. He was so <laughs> geeked out to get to come to yeah. us. And uh so it's so cool for him. And uh he's like, "Yeah, I you got cuz I ordered sweet tea and He's like, you guys mind? I was like, where do you get beer? I was like, but it's got to be a 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what other size options are there? She's like, 12, 24, or 40. Like, I-, I think I'll go oh, 12. But, but our events guy that used to always come with us and do this, uh, Kyle Fisher,
1: he was always down for the
4: lunch 40.
1: Yeah. When we, when well, we you went. You got to you gotta do it, man. They're in Rayford's. They're, at, at, when you come to Memphis, do you ever end up at Rayford's one night? Like no, never been. Night? Oh, if I have Memphis, we got to go. Okay. Can I – I I don't know what night we'll have to go. We need to go on like Wednesday night or Thursday night. Night, I I usually come in on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, We need to go to Rayford's. Okay. You don't get hopping there till, you know, midnight, midnight 30. We go in there and everything's 40. I mean, it's like.
2: they yeah. That sounds
1: like a good time. Oh, 40 slips. Get ready for Thursday. (laughs) 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 That's it. Well. Hey, I'm about ready for a margarita, man. You ready to go? Let's do it. chill right. you got any other questions for Chad?
2: No, he's answered all of them. Well, actually, I do, but we'll ask
1: those. We'll save those for later. <laughs> we, you know, we still got the video to shoot, too. That's right. But uh, we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us, especially doing something and doing the podcast, man, and coming and helping us with this grand opening. You know you, you know how much I love Traeger. And, yes, sir. And, and, and being able to represent you all here in Hernando, that means a lot to us. So we're we appreciate that opportunity. Yeah, no nah, man. When you
4: when you called and said, Hey man, I'm up in the shop, I'd love to carry Traeger. I don't think it took but another one or two phone calls we, <laughs> we, we were able to make it all happen. But nah man, appreciate the love you've always given the brand. Appreciate being here and uh so happy for you guys. I mean yeah. this this headquarters, I mean if, if people get the you know if you if you're in Memphis, take the forty minute drive and come over here and see the shop and and
1: you know see everything. But uh, but we're gonna make those classes happen. So yes, we are for sure. Free that up. We're going on tour. <laughs>
4: yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. Well, thank you guys. We're gonna have an awesome yeah, hey, weekend.
1: Well, before you get out, where can folks find you besides at Traeger?
4: Yeah, so uh, you can find me at Whiskey Bent BBQ on Instagram and all that stuff. And then uh, our website, Whiskey Bent BBQ Supply. We've got a line of rubs that are also six rubs and uh and a brine. So.
1: I got to well, get some of your stuff in here, man. I don't have it. I, I was going to hit you with that. Yeah, you was, hit, you I, wait I, was, till I had a I, I, I was going to hit you with that soft sell sometime <laughs> this weekend, old boy. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. I don't mind. No, it, it,
4: and that's the fun thing is, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, while we wrap up here, I don't think people realize how many of us that are in this barbecue game are dear friends and would do anything to help each other out. That's right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I got a store. I carry your stuff. You've got a store.
1: You're soon going to be
4: carrying my. Yeah, that's store. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, in and, and Heath that we're going to go yeah, have dinner with tonight. That's He's right. in my store, and and we've all been friends for so long, and it's kind of it's kind of cool because we've been fortunate enough, and we worked hard enough at it that you know we've been able to build these brands and create these products and these followings, and we don't take any of it for granted, and we're super oh, yeah. appreciate everybody that uses our stuff, follows us, cares about us. But you know, we're all a big family. I mean, there ain't no. You know, I have people all the time say, well. You know, this rub over this rub. I'm like, well, why don't you try a combiner number? Why don't you try this one once and that one once? You know what I mean? Like, there's enough in that play playground for all of us oh, to, yeah. to have plenty of business. And, and I think that's great. And you being one of the, you know, trailblazers and, you know, Matt Pittman's also always that's been it. good to that's me it. about talking, you know, talking about things or that kind of stuff. But uh I think it's also another thing is if you work hard enough and you have the vision
1: and yeah, you, know, you you can do it. That's it. I I, I would rather be doing it in barbecue than anything else, man. Completely agree you what, with you, my you, friend. You never meet. I mean, everybody everybody's gold. Absolutely. Michelle, well, where can they find us?
2: If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Did you shut your MySpace down? You know, I need to go I don't back. Know. It might still be acting
1: If it is, I wanna, I'd like to get a clip of it. Yeah. I got a jam playing. It was Green Onions. You know that? Yeah. Oh, it's still playing yeah. on it. I, I hope it's been playing it the whole time. I can hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> Tom may be my only friend there. So. <laughs>
2: Old Tom. <laughs> we used to spend a lot of time on MySpace. Heck
1: yeah, MySpace. that's where I started. That was, my, that was before website. Before Are you Before was MySpace. We used to use MySpace to
2: like- It was our website. Yeah,
1: yeah, if you want to come to our Crawfish Bowl, you had to get the invite on MySpace.
2: Oh, see,
4: I always use that as a joke in my classes <laughs> about, hey, follow me on MySpace and people <laughs> laugh about it. I'd never had a MySpace, but oh, yeah. did I know you, you had to be on MySpace for the Malcolm Reed Crawford yeah, Bowl. You did, man. We them. advertised everything
2: there. Oh, there be, right. There's some
1: good pictures on there if you can <laughs> ever find it, man. There ain't no telling what I am like the back yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, hey, we appreciate everybody listening hanging out with us today. We will be back next week, and y'all check out the video me and Chad are going to do cooking some spatchcock chicken and some Brussels sprouts with doing dinner on a tracker. Yes, sir. We'll see y'all next time. We got on.